what is going on guys your boy elroy here and welcome back to the your boy elroy mma podcast i am your host josh prep igina and we are back for another beautiful friday jam-packed with mma coverage if it's your first time here thank you so much for joining us if you've been here before glad to see you guys again my name is josh Igina. I am a husband, a father, a believer, a wrestling fan, a fraghead, a sneakerhead, and why you're here is because I love MMA. <laughs> so, with that being said, let's get into a little bit of myself. Uh, before we move on to the MMA, the scent of the day. I think this is the third week in a row that I've been trying to do this, so we'll keep it going because fragrance recently has just been a passion for me, man. I love it. So much fun. Uh, it brings me so much confidence. You know, I'm not out here fishing for compliments. Like, a big thing about the fragrance community is. Oh, well, this garners compliments, this and that. No, I just want to smell good for my own confidence. <laughs> so the scent of the day comes from the house of Latafa. This is Kaltat Al Arabia Royal Blends. This is a, the main accords are fruity, warm, spicy, and amber. Uh, the notes at the top, fruits and apple. Because apple's not a fruit. Come on, guys. Do better. <laughs> the middle notes are spices, nutmeg, and clove. And then the base notes are amber, musk, and woodsy notes. So it opens up super fruity. And you know what? Smelling it now. I probably sprayed this four. So it's 1130 now. So almost eight hours ago, and it's still there. Smells incredible. Uh, tad, you know, a little bit of the fruits stick around on that dry down. Uh, obviously, a lot of spices still there, but the main thing is that musk and that woodsy notes. It's just a beautiful scent. Super, super unisex. Um, actually when I first got it, my wife took it from me. So that was pretty funny. Um, but today's actually the first time I'm wearing it and I like it. I like it a lot. I think it suits me really well. Smells really good off my skin. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind sharing it with my wife <laughs> i'll put it on every so often uh if i'm feeling it but we're probably gonna put it away soon you know the fruits uh it might work in the fall we'll see it's not because it dries down to such a like musky woody scent that i think you know if you can get past the sweetness in the opening for the fall you got you got a decent pick here from latafa again they hit it out of the park um, and it's got, let's see, what's the rating? 4.26 on Fragrantica with 153 votes. 
So yeah, let's see, uh, longevity, long lasting, sillage, strong, um, unisex, as I said, and a great value. I think I paid $21 for this on a fragrance buy.ca, which is the best site. This is where I've been getting all of my fragrances from. So we will see uh, what comes of this if I wear it again this upcoming week. But I'm excited. Uh, speaking of fragrances, I think I have. So I thought I was going to get. I had my last package last week. I had got two. Uh, John Varvatos, or no, my last package last week, I actually got Moschino Toy Boy and Versace Dylan Blue, both bangers. Um, I fell in love with Toy Boy one day at, I believe, I was in JCPenney. Like, I was just, I go there just to smell stuff because I want to be able to smell it before, you know, I make the decision on whether I want to buy it or not. So I go and I'm smelling I'm like, oh, this is this smells good off a strip. The lady's like yelling. She's like, you have to put it on your skin. Do not buy it because you think it smells good on the strip. I'm like, I know, but I think I thought I had something on. But I was like, all right, it's it's gone. Let me try. It. And I fell in love. Um, first opportunity I had to swap for it, I jumped at it, and. Uh, it was worth it. I actually wore it on Sunday because I was so excited about it. Uh, I think it's going to crush it in the cooler weather. I cannot wait. Uh, Dylan Blue, I wore it yesterday. I have Armoff's 100 Intense Man, which is like $20 for 100 mil. And it smells identical to me. And I know people say, you know, well, Hunter is more like Sauvage if you mixed it with Invictus. Listen, to me, it smells just like Dylan Blue. So it might be a little redundant for me to have both. I'd probably get rid of Dylan Blue. I just have to post it. But it has like a severe dent in it as far as like how much is in that 100 mil bottle. It's probably like halfway done. So I don't know. People are kind of weird about that. Um, so what I was saying was I thought I was done for the year but I ended up out of nowhere just posting some stuff on Grailed that's where I've been selling like clothes recently uh, I posted a few shoes that honestly I was like I'm, I'm not going to wear these they don't really fit me too well anymore my foot grew a little bit so I'm like let me cash out while I can these are really old and if they they split you know it's it's not on me you know it won't be on me so I posted three pairs of shoes um, I instantly got offers for two pairs and um, you know multiple silly offers and then I got two really serious ones so I ended up taking them and with that money I was, I was scrolling through the fragrance marketplace on Facebook and and some guy posted this steal for three John Varvatos uh, scents. So this uh, vintage 
original uh, for men and Dark Rebel brand new in box with the cellophane still on it um, for what he asked for all of it the Dark Rebel was selling for that on Fragrance Net so I said yo if this stuff sucks the least I could do is sell this it's discontinued you know what I mean and I make my money back no biggie <laughs> But um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it. John Varvatos is a killer house. The two that I got last week from them just blew me away. I think I wore them both back-to-back days. They were so good. So we'll see. It's supposed to be here today as you guys are listening to this. So I'll make sure to let you guys know how it is next week. So that's enough about me. We had a wild week in MMA. Let's talk about it. So I hung up, or I, I pressed, you know, end recording last week, probably almost midnight. Excuse me, I'm sorry about that. And, you know, going to sleep, thinking that I was going to see Nate Diaz. Versus Hamzat Shemaev on Saturday. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Um, so apparently there was like rumblings that, you know, Hamzat Shemaev wasn't going to make weight. So um, I was like, man, you know, it's kind of late. He hasn't weighed in yet. And the next thing you know, he like gets up to the scale so nonchalantly. He missed weight by like eight and a half pounds or seven and a half pounds. Looks at the camera and says, that's not that bad. And then I started questioning, what the hell is going on? Uh, You know, you see every fighter shooting their shot. Dustin Poirier saying, I'll fight Nathan. You know, this guy, that guy, blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, I think it was like at 3.30, Dana White goes on ESPN, says, all right, the fights at the top have been shuffled in the main event. Nate Diaz versus Tony Ferguson in the co-main. Hamzat Shemaya versus Kevin Holland, five rounds. And then right under them, D-Rod, Daniel Rodriguez versus Li Jing Liang. So everybody gets mixed up. But to me, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense at the top. You know what I mean? You had two guys in the welterweight division, Hamzat Shemaev and Kevin Holland. Well, four guys, let's say, and include D-Rod and Li Jingliang. You know, they all should have fought each other. And then you have the two veterans going at it in the main event. So for me... It just worked out so much better. Um, And I went into Saturday pretty excited. So let's get into Saturday. You know, it was a interesting day to say the least. We were actually super busy Saturday. Um, We took the baby. The baby. my, My daughter's three. I'll call her a baby till she's 70. (laughs) 
we took the baby to the library for this like family story time and um I think I told my wife to do something and I just ended up chilling with the baby for a while um and she's like a big like puppy can I watch fights with you and I'm always like yeah of course she always wants to quote unquote watch fights <laughs> so I think she she stayed up until Chris Barnett versus Jake Collier, I believe. So, you know, she she went through a few snoozers. Uh, Johan Lanus defeated Darian Weeks. Um, unfortunately, Super Melly was not successful in her interim octagon debut. She loses to Elise Reed by unanimous decision. Ala Tang Lee defeated Chad and Helliger. That was a that was a pretty fun fight. I'll give that to them. Norma Dumont just uh blows the doors off of Daniel Wolf <coughs> by unanimous decision. Excuse me. And here's where the fun starts. Let's get into it with uh Chris Barnett after getting obliterated. In that first round, he defeats Jake Collier by TKO in the second round. Super fun fight. Like I said, Chris Barnett was getting the work put to him in that first round. There were many times where, you know, the ref could have called it, but he just stayed in it, stayed active. And I think Jake Collier just got tired, <laughs> to be honest. Um Jake Collier shoots for a takedown. Chris Barnett just an incredible, incredible sprawl. Uh, takes the back and just goes ham on him and uh, gets the victory. You know, he gets the great celebration, the, get, the great post-fight speech. Everything we love about Chris Barnett, we got to witness on Saturday, man. He is so much fun to watch. <laughs> Dennis Tululin defeats Jamie Pickett by TKO in the second round. The Beast, Jalton Almeida, he defeats Anton Turkagi by submission due to a rear naked choke in the first round. Dude, this Jalton Almeida is an animal, dude. He, um, I wonder if he's going to stay up at heavyweight. If that's his thing, or is he going to finally go down to 185? Or can he even make 185? I don't know, but he is a problem. Uh, he's probably never going to be in a f boring fight the way he fights. And um, I'm interested to see more of him. Main event of the prelims, we saw Juicy J, Julian Arosa, be his best self. Man, this is the best he's looked in the UFC in a while against Hakeem Dawadu, who did miss weight. Um, Arosa defeats him by unanimous decision. Like I said, I think he looked phenomenal. I don't know how Hakeem made it out of that first round, but um, I'm looking forward to see what they do with Arofa, Aro, uh, Arosa next. So kicking off the main card, one of our old buddies, Johnny Walker, he defeats Iwan Kutalaba by submission due to a rear naked choke. 
in the first round. Johnny Walker looked real good here. Obviously, we know who Ewan is, what he does. He's super aggressive, um, but just got caught and then submitted. Good on Johnny Walker. Good way to bounce back. Uh, Irene Aldana defeats Macy Chasson by an up kick to the liver. That was incredible to see. I hope Aldana has dibs on that 145 title fight. Next. D-Rod defeats Li Jingliang in a super close split decision. Coin flip. Um, I was just focused on that it wasn't the most entertaining fight. You know, I was really excited to see D-Rod back. But, you know, he's been out for a while. So you can't really blame him for, you know, having a bit of ring rust. And he admitted in the aerial interview, Li Jingliang hits freaking hard. <laughs> In the co-main event, Hamzat Shemaev makes short work of Kevin Holland, submitting him at 213 of the very first round by Dars Choke. Dude, good on Kevin Holland for trying to stick in there, you know, and fight out of positions. But when you have a bear on your back, good luck, man. But... Again, Kevin Holland shows that he is one of the most game fighters in the UFC. And in the main event, Chef's Kiss, Poetic Justice, Nate Diaz submits Tony Ferguson by a guillotine choke in the fourth round. This was beautiful. Tony looked good, you know, for for an older gentleman, you know. He kicked the sheesh. At a Nate Diaz legs for two, like, I think two rounds he really went to it heavy. Um, but then when he went to shoot, after Nate was piecing him up in that fourth round, Nate Diaz goes into a jumping guillotine. I think, what did he say? He said, I choke you out Caesar Gracie style. Oh, it was Nate Diaz, phenomenal talent. Uh, just one of the best ever. As far as like personality in MMA, yeah, you know, you could say what you want about his record and blah, blah, blah. Dude, Nate Diaz always brung it no matter what, no matter who. The Diaz like swagger is a real thing and he's about to go make a lot of money in whatever he does. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm going to be there all the way. And like he says, there's no way in hell he doesn't come back. Um, and I'm here to see that as well. So that was UFC 279. Super chaotic in the end. Super fun and well worth all the chaos. We go to Tuesday. Favorite day of the week. This wasn't any different. Uh, starting off the night, Daniel Marcos. He hadn't fought for a while, but he came back and he defeated Brandon Lewis by unanimous decision. Gets himself a contract because he's just so game. Uh, Bruna Brazil versus Marnik Mann. Bruna head kicks Mann into oblivion in the second round and... Gets herself a contract. Another beast female fighter. We'll be talking about her at the end of the year for sure. 
Trevor Peak, after getting, just like Chris Barnett, completely obliterated in that first round by Malik Lewis. He comes back to defeat Lewis by TKO in the second round. We really saw the dog in Trevor Peak here. He uh, he just had no care in the world. It was, you know, I'm leaving here in a, with a win, even if I have to leave in a body bag. Ikram Alice Girov defeated Mario Souza. Yes, the Mario Souza that has been on the Contender Series now three times <laughs> uh, by Kimura in the very first round. Just devastating. This guy at 185, he might be ready to fight at the bottom end of the top 15. That's how good he is. <laughs> and in the main event, of the contender series, Farid Basharat, Javid Basharat's brother, defeated Alan Begoso by unanimous decision. He gets himself a contract as well. A super high level fighter. Um, this wasn't the most exciting fight, but I do think that he is good enough to bring more depth to that 135 pound division. So that was Tuesday night. Again, just just a really, really fun night for fights. We head to this weekend, live from the UFC Apex. In the main event, Corey the Sandman Sanhagen takes on Song Yadong in a Bantamweight main event with, you know, all the implications in the world. These guys are two of the best. Corey being, you know, one of the top five, maybe top three best bantamweights in the UFC. Excuse me. Which means in the world. And uh, I'm excited to see it. You know, Song is on a bit of a run. Corey's on a big, a bit of a skid. So we'll see what happens. But I personally think. I talked about it, you know, last time he fought Corey Sanhagen. And, and, you know, we talked about Diaz now a few minutes ago. Corey Sanhagen has that Diaz energy to me. No matter what he does, win, lose, or draw, I'm rooting for him because he's just so freaking real, man. I love Corey Sanhagen. I cannot wait to see him fight. He's extremely technical, but, you know, he has that chaos in him. He's super well-rounded. What is not to like about Corey Sanhagen? <laughs> In the co-main event, Chidi, Chidi, Bang, Bang, Chidi and Jikawani versus Gregory Rodriguez. This is a banger. This is a freaking banger at 185. This is like two, you know, bottom, you know, top 20, I'd say. Uh, 185ers in the UFC with aspirations of moving up, and I think they could. So, super interesting fight there in the co-main event. Andre Feely versus Bill Algio, great fight. The debut of Joey Body Bags Pfeiffer. Obviously, we're a Joe Pfeiffer fan. He takes on Alan Amovdowski. Joe Pfeiffer just a few years ago. In 2019, I posted like a screenshot of my Google Photos memory 
where I was watching him win the Ring of Combat title four years ago, and now he's making his UFC debut, and I can't wait for it, man. He he showed out on the Contender Series. I hope he can put on a show here as well. Tanner Bozer takes on Rodrigo Nascimento. Anthony Hernandez versus Mark andre Barrio. Damon Jackson, Pat Sabatini. That's a freaking banger. Trevin Giles versus Luis Cose. Aspen Ladd, Sarah McMahon. Loma Luke Boonmi versus Denise Gomes. Daniel Zellhuber versus Trey Ogden. That's a great fight. Zellhuber is a hell of a prospect. Keep an eye on him out of Mexico at 155. Maria Agapova versus Jillian Robertson. Tony Gravely versus Javid Basharat, another great talent that we're looking forward to see. And then Cameron Von Camp versus Nicholas Mota. 14 fights. A lot of freaking good ones. A lot of freaking good ones. I can't wait for this weekend. Then we move to Tuesday because obviously this is before. Um, in your main event, Leon Aliu versus Bruno Fajera. Raul Rosas Jr. versus Mando Gutierrez. I believe Raul Rosas Jr. is 17 years old. Yes, you heard that right. 17 years old. <laughs> Austin Lane versus Richard Jacoby. Narulo Aliv versus Josh Wick. And Jafel Fio versus Roybert Echeverria. So that's your contender series bout. Um, I'd love to dedicate this episode to the life and memory of Elias Theodoro. I feel terrible not opening with that, but um, the best thing I could do is bring it up anyway. Um, he's someone who I watched win the Ultimate Fighter that season. Uh, tough nations where it was Canada versus Brazil and um, just a great great ambassador for the sport um, just was always one step ahead you know he went out on and he you know he left the organization eight and three which is a great freaking record and then won three outside of the octagon so you know, just a hell of a guy from what I hear and super like great personality for TV, obviously, you know, dashing mega Chad chin and um, yeah, may his family find peace in this time. And I hope that he, you know, found his way to the big house. Man. Great episode. This has been this week's episode of YBE MMA. I am Josh Prepigini. You can find me on all forms of social media. Elroy Preps in one word. You can find the show on Instagram at YBE MMA Podcast as well as Teespring. Teespring.com slash stores slash YBE MMA Podcast. New designs coming soon. If that's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. I love you, mom. Enjoy the fights this weekend, and we'll see you next week.